I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This six-part Working Scientist podcast series is sponsored by the University of Queensland. UQ Research Creates Change right across the world every day. I'm Julie Gould and welcome to the third part of this Working Scientist podcast series all about the postdoc. So far in this series, I've tried to find out what a postdoc is. I've gone international, I've turned to metaphor, but I'm still struggling to figure it out. What I've learned so far is that many plan to, or go into one, hoping that it's a purposeful, intentional journey of discovery, both of a scientific and personal nature. And sometimes this happens, but sometimes it doesn't. But whatever your experience of a postdoc, whether joyous or difficult, it's not an easy journey, and it's often not the fault of the postdoc. The postdoc is filled with challenges and pressures, with metaphorical mountains to climb, oceans to cross, and walls to hit. And the COVID-19 pandemic of 2020, and probably 2021, has certainly exacerbated these. Pearl Ryder, a postdoc at the Broad Institute in the US, has summarised the impact COVID-19 has had on the postdocs. It's created, I think, even more anxiety in the academic job market, for the candidates at least, with the sense that many searches were halted last spring, positions were revoked, that has just created an even more sense of uncertainty. Then the challenges for many people are needing to navigate the challenges of childcare or elder care in the midst of a really like this big upheaval in how we live. So that has been a huge burden for people to try to figure out how to deal with, how to deal with that. And it just has made, it's made what was already a very challenging process because I think many academic researchers, you know, we push ourselves and we like to push ourselves, but it's made that just even harder, so much harder. Many, if not all postdocs have chosen this particular career path because they love science and research. And many have dreamed of becoming an independent researcher for many years. It's what they see themselves being when they grow up. It's part of their identity. Now, the pandemic has almost snatched this identity away from some. 
Pearl alluded to this a little earlier, that many universities around the world have put a hiring freeze in place as they're not sure if they can secure the funds to support hiring new staff. Shirley Tarman, president of Princeton University in the US, shares what this means for the academic career track and for the people on it. There is now going to be a backup in the planes that are circling LaGuardia and and if anything it's it's going to be worse so of all the people in science who have been harmed by this pandemic I think the the group that has been most harmed are the youngest members of our profession the graduate students who were you know hoping to move on to a postdoc but all the postdocs are full and the postdocs who are hoping to move on to new positions but those new positions no longer exist and whether when the market will pick up again is really unclear right now, simply because we don't know how long this pandemic is going to continue. Another consequence of COVID-19 is that labs have been closed for months this year, making it difficult for many postdocs to do their research, says Paula Stefan, who is a professor of economics at Georgia State University in the USA. So many labs, almost all labs closed beginning the middle of March, and they didn't reopen until July or August. And that meant that people really could be at home writing up their research, but it was very hard for them to be running experiments or, you know, being active. Um, There have been articles on how many animals were euthanized, how many labs lost a lot of their resources. So that also means that this group of postdocs in many ways has been less productive than one would have expected of them. So people have less research going on and less publications going on. The right kind of publications are key. I I sometimes call it your get out of jail free card to get out of postdoc position. You've got to have the right kind of, you know, of publications to get out. One of those postdocs who had his get-out-of-jail-free card, as Paula describes it, was Michael Moore. His dream permanent position was snatched away because of the pandemic. He had a faculty offer at an institution in Michigan. It was a department that he felt wanted him there. They would have allowed him the space and time to pursue the research he wanted to do. And he would have been much closer to his parents, which would help him with supporting his family. He has five kids. And so I was trying to think about moving to Michigan, looking at houses, where we're going to live. And then COVID happened. And I started hearing through rumors that job offers were at least being put on hold. Some of them may have even been canceled. So I I emailed my department head and I said, you know, I know there hasn't been any movement on the job, just checking in, seeing what's happening. He said, there's no way this would happen to you. You know, our dean really supports you. Coming here to do your research and you should be fine. And about a half hour later, I got an email from him saying, oh, um, basically everything's been put on hold. And he said, you know, just you should protect yourself. You should start looking for new positions. Obviously, we want you here, but you should think about your future and what, what you need to do. And two weeks ago, as of Today, I got an email saying that the dean of his department was less than confident in the amount of money they were going to be pulling in. So they just canceled all hires that were on the table and that included my position and how sorry he was and what kind of, 
he and what trauma he you know he knew that would cause and how that means I had to turn around real quickly and look for a job. I essentially rescinded the offer. I know that Michael is not the only postdoc to have experienced this trauma this year, but he eloquently explained why losing this position is so tough for him. And I think that this would resonate with many other postdocs who have faced this as well. Uh, it was very emotional for me, you know, just thinking about departmental culture. This is a department I felt like had the culture that would support me, that would be interested in growing me and that I could have good connections. There was someone else who did motivation work, which is would kind of dovetail with what I wanted to do really nicely. So I could see, you know, I had in my mind the trajectory that this was going to go. Um, so it hurt. There have been many resources to turn to for support over the last few months, but one of them that has really helped Michael through the pandemic and its associated challenges is the Future PI Slack group, which was actually set up by Pearl Ryder, who we heard from earlier in this episode. The Future PI Slack group is a safe space for future PIs to form an online peer network to get advice on anything related to their professional lives, whether it's about finding the next job or writing a paper, to relationships with mentors and much, much more. And during the pandemic, it's been a source of comfort for many because it's given them people to talk to whilst they've been isolated at home. No one can understand better what you're going through than somebody who is going through something very similar and who's in a similar position. And so I think peers can be in many ways one of the best resources for personal support and that and building resiliency. Another form of peer support has come from the postdoctoral associations and networks around the world that are providing a voice for those who are suffering as a result of the pandemic. Julia Malaguarnera is the president of Eurodoc and Eurodoc is trying to help early career researchers in Europe by intermediating between them and funding bodies and MEPs to try and provide costed extensions to projects as well as other support during the pandemic. But she believes there's another way to help. At the moment, we, we are just asking for extra funding for a career development mindset from universities and industry in order to support their career and not the project anymore. So much has changed for many people as a result of this global pandemic. People aren't taking the jobs they were expecting to. Researchers aren't allowed back into the labs in the same way as before. And as Pearl said, there's a lot of anxiety around. But not all changes from this pandemic are doom and gloom, says Shirley Tarman. There is a bright side. I am seeing change that I think will be very hard to undo. I think the spirit of collaboration that has just permeated the way people have responded to this pandemic, I think is embraced by many, many people, but most importantly, young people. And I think it's gonna be very hard to go back to the circle of the wagons, this is my stuff, don't mess with me. The second is in open science. Wow, you're seeing people you know, using preprint servers in biology, would never have, would have thought about putting a paper up on a preprint server until the paper had been accepted by nature, for example. And people are now doing that. And I think that's going to be very hard to undo as well. In the fourth part of this series, I'm going to look at the transition period when academic postdocs move into industry, as now more than ever, there will be postdocs around the world making this very transition. 
So I'm doing as Julia from Eurodoc is doing. I'm going to speak to industry and academic professionals and get some advice on how to make this transition as smooth as possible. But until then, you can keep up with what the rest of the Nature Careers team is up to. You can follow their adventures on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, and on the website at www.nature.com forward slash careers. Thanks for listening. This six-part Working Scientist podcast series is sponsored by the University of Queensland. UQ Research creates change right across the world every day. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 